Welcome to Life Quest Liberty, live in-depth conversations with today's top writers, editors, and spiritual leaders concerning religious freedom around the world. On today's broadcast, we'll examine local and international factors that may be impacting your right to worship and obey God as your conscience dictates. I'm your Life Quest Liberty host, Charles Mills. We speak each week on this program about religious liberty issues and how they relate to society in general. Today, we get a little more specific. Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine, is here to talk with us about how religious liberty impacts or should impact young people. After all, they are the world and the churches of tomorrow. Lincoln, what do we need to know? Well, speaking of someone who was once young... Long time ago. Unfortunately, I'm able to laugh about it, but I have heard it said by other older people, and you know, I'm old enough to call myself older, but I'm not ready to be called old. (laughs) But uh, you know, other older people admit, as I think, that all of us sort of look out on the world through young eyes. You know, we think we're a teenager still, but those things do pass. But I'm able to remember some of it, and I look at young people, and and I know, and I see much evidence that young people. Uh, have not changed from young people of all the ages. Mm-hmm. They are intensely idealistic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. intensely idealistic. But for that, there probably wouldn't be so many wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the old men are pretty good at giving them a gun and sending them over the hill. Yes. So young people need not just idealism, which they have, but some information to inform them in that idealism. <laughs> that they're short on. Yeah. As far as the knowledge of religious liberty, it's a fact among the supporter of Liberty Magazine, and I know it's no different from other uh, church or civil uh, liberty-inspired religious liberty institutions or, or activities. It's usually the older people uh, who give the money, and of course older people often have more money than the very sure, young. Sure. So we, we have no question that of a certain age group, yes, they're convinced of it, they're with us, and and you know they'll leave us shortly, and we'll re- be replacing them with another group of oldies. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'd love to connect directly with the young people. You know, I have been inspired the last few days. I was talking to a regional director out in California, and and he was telling me there where where they're working with some high schools, and even some colleges to to set up curriculum to teach religious liberty to young people. Huh. And I know that there's huge knowledge. You know, I had this is not on religious liberty, but it bears on it. I had a conversation with someone that I know in California, but I hadn't dealt with them for a long time. They're a, a full generation younger than me, a young woman. And I called her up and told her that I was in the area in California uh, talking about religious liberty. She says, oh, what did you discuss? So I, I said my sermon, you know, launched off on, on talking about Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's he, she said. Oh, and, and I said, oh, Nelson Mandela, you know, he, he, he was a, a freedom a fighter originally and then was imprisoned for his principles and finally became the president of South Africa. And, 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 and through him, largely bloodshed was avoided and he was able to forgive, you know, inspiring story. Oh, she says, I wouldn't know him if he sat next to me. Oh. I didn't tell her he just died. So yes, he was yes. totally disconnected. Yeah. Uh, well, that's an extreme view. But in my view... When you talk about religious liberty, that's a little bit the way it is with young people. They don't know the models. There's a lot of talk about the Internet and and social media and and young people's use of these, and it's undeniable. And and I'll I'll give that away for a moment that, you know, I'll never be as as at home with that as they are. But I think 
young people, you know, there's so much going on. They're flitting like in The King and I, there was a song there, I think, about the bee buzzing from flower to flower. <laughs> I think that's how many young people get knowledge in social contexts. It's 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 not very deep. It's sound bites, basically. They get knowledge in sound bites. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that might give you a factoid, and it should have given this person I was talking to a factoid that Nelson Mandela died recently, <laughs> but they probably thought he was a football star and not yeah. too interested. <laughs> but, you know, the, the complex understanding of, of, of religious liberty, it's fairly complex from a biblical perspective because it's the gospel. I mean, everyone says it's simple, but the gospel is a, is a deep truth that everyone needs. But it's, when you talk about its history, its constitutional and legal background, it gets quite complex. And I don't think young people know that. But if they can be given that information, then mm -hmm. the simple point of I am going to do something about this mm -hmm. will surely kick in with a young person. Mm -hmm. And that's where you need youth and clarity of purpose. And, and so, uh, you know, we, we need to work toward that end. And as I say, if we can, not just within my church, but all church groups, and, and I wish even in government schools where they've got separation of church and state, but surely they can speak about mm -hmm. the importance of civil liberty and religious liberty. In other words, you don't want to change the way a young person is. You don't want to change their, their mode of operation, but you want to educate them at the front end so that when they do something, they have more information than they do now as they follow their, their conscience and their passion and make something happen. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. And, and you know, I made a, a swipe at the at government teaching on, on something that could bear on religious liberty, and I, ha I do have young people in public schools, so I have a little bit of knowledge, yes. but... Just looking at it generally, I, I, I think they've seriously missed the boat because it's undeniable that most young people in the United States believe that this is a majoritarian country. Mm -hmm. So they got it totally wrong. Right? Well, if they've got that wrong, then they surely don't understand uh, very much about the, the, the separation of church and state. And yet the, the absolute sacrosanct nature of the individual conscience, mm -hmm. you know, I think... It's not just because the NSA are very secretive and are sweeping up all our information that we're in trouble. We're in trouble because the average person, and more and more the young people, doesn't have a, a deep-seated view on what freedom is and, and what the, the, the responsibilities of the government to the people that empowered are. Mm. So, you know, I'm connecting the two because religious liberty and civil liberty are, are joined at the hip. So we've got to somehow educate these young people on freedom principles and teach them that the greatest freedom principle is religious freedom. Empower people to exercise that and protect everybody to that end. Now, you mentioned that uh, you were talking to someone about changing curriculum or, or bringing about a curriculum in a yes. school. Are there other ways we can do that? Because there are some kids that don't like school and they don't listen in school. Well, of course, there's many ways. Uh, but, but, you know, formal education is necessary. Yeah, yeah. You know, the family need to speak up these things. And, and you might get the idea from the regular media that the family is nothing more than gays and lesbians and yes. others that yes. <laughs> any coupling you want. But the facts are society is still overwhelmingly made up of what is called the nuclear family, the mother and father and the kids at home, and, mm -hmm. and, and they might not eat around the table as much as they used to, but there's still a, an incredible opportunity there for, for one generation to uh, uh, inculcate values. And that's not happening as it used to. Mm -hmm. 
probably because they're sitting around watching television. Yes. And I watch it a bit when I go on trips in motels. But I know that it's, again, very superficial. You yes. can watch an hour's worth of news and you see nothing but a few sound bites and a couple of mm. Hollywood-style movie pictures. And, mm -hmm. and they may not even be real. Even if it's on a battle scene, it's probably... You know, a couple of uh, gorillas that are hamming for the camera, close crops, and it looks like, yes. you know, there's a new reality there. So young people, yes, through every aspect of society, the home, in, in the social occasions, through their institutions, through the churches. My young people are not different from others. They go to church youth group midweek as well as on the weekend on Saturday Sabbath. There's many opportunities. But I think as far as formal information, yes, an educational program is a pretty good way to ensure, particularly the people that are going to move into leadership positions, are getting this in a systematic way. You know, as I think back on my youth, and I have to think a long way back to my youth, as you do, Lincoln, when we think back there, and I try to picture in my mind where I received the most information, where I absorbed the greatest amount of of, of value, it would have to be from my mom and my dad. It would have to be from those individuals, maybe not the school system, but maybe a particular teacher, maybe a particular pastor, maybe someone that I, I happen to know uh, and, and, and buddied with. That's where I got the information. So if what I'm saying is if you're a teacher and you say, well, my school system does not do this, we don't have this curriculum, but you can do it. As a teacher, you can do it. If you are a mom or a dad, well, our, our family doesn't do this. But you can do it. You can do it individually. That's, what's, that's what I'm hearing from what you're saying to me today. Yeah, you're right. This is a you know, wonderful synthesis of what we've been talking about, and I agree with you. I, you know, I have to give myself a bit of an exception. And while I had uh, parents that very much modeled this, and my yes, father was yes. uh, not in the religious liberty area but in temperance but had many parallels, yes. I, I could see what he was doing. But it was some books that I read that inspired me. Mm. You know, I don't know that I read about Nelson Mandela. He must have been around then. He died at 95 the other day, so by definition, he's older than, than you and I, however yes. old we may yes. think we are now. <laughs> but in a way, what I read tells me that, that a curriculum would be would work because it's That's reading true. is still formally absorbing yeah. what, what the teacher might encourage you to do, but you get hard information where observation perhaps gives you a, a mindset mm -hmm. rather than, than actual detailed information. But it all should work together. And, uh, you know, we're really getting close to what is the real danger when we talk about religious liberty. It's a societal drift away from it. Mm -hmm. While it might exist on some law book somewhere or a constitution under glass somewhere, if the home, the school, the entertainment industry, the workplace, you know, if none of those things underscore and talk about and, and accentuate the value of religious liberty, it becomes absent, totally, yes. not just yes. weakened, it's gone. Yes. And I think it's, it's drifting away at the speed of light. So our hope is are the young people, that generation, this upcoming generation, or one, there's two of them, actually not really one, at least two, you know, those young adults that are entering the workforce mm -hmm. and uh, the younger ones who are in grade school or high school, you know, those, those are two waves of young people, new minds that are entering the system. Yes. And, and we need to make sure that they're informed and energized. And that's our responsibility. We are in a position as parents, as teachers, as pastors, as neighbors to model this. And I think that's so very important, I hear you saying, right, Lincoln? Absolutely. 
you know, and I'll put a little ad in here. Liberty Magazine is is a communication vehicle for almost by definition all these, you know, the thought leaders. Yes. You know, these are the stodgy lawyers and politicians <laughs> and those that have made it in public life. So by definition, they're not that young. But in association with Liberty and our, our North American Religious Liberty Association, we've come up with a, an, an increased emphasis on the North American Religious Liberty Association. Mm-hmm. This is a membership structure to involve all people, but we're really focusing in on involving young people. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be going to college campuses and academies and, and uh, through other avenues to get the word out to young people to involve them and, and motivate them. And we want their enthusiasm, their mm, energy yes. to be directed toward religious liberty. All right. And you can get more information not only about that organization, but about Liberty Magazine as well at libertymagazine.org. I recommend that you visit that website. Take a young person with you. And a lot of good stuff waiting for you there at libertymagazine.org. Lincoln, thank you so much for this motivation today. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. And until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Lincoln Steed inviting you to rest in the freedom of God's love. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about LifeQuest Liberty, call Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org. Join us again next week at this same time as we examine more of the threats and challenges facing your religious freedom. May God keep the flames of liberty burning in your heart today. Today.